0: a big component of the Taya practice is detuning transgressors and especially detuning childhood transgressors, because those are our original transgressors. Those, those early childhood things sort of lay the foundation for how we operate vibrationally, because that early childhood stuff is still flowing in our subconscious mind until we heal it. And the only effective path to healing that I have found, and it's, again, this is another part of the Thai practice, is deep, authentic appreciation. And I say authentic because there's a lot of spiritual teachings that will sort of bypass that stuff. Oh, it's all good, love and light, you know, that sort of thing. Well, did you really authentically go in and find appreciation for it? Or are you just pretending because you're just wanting to forget about it and forgive and move on? It's not the same thing. We have Matt Garden back on the podcast. Matt, it's good to have you on. Hey, David, it's nice to be here. Hi, yeah. it's been it's been a while. I love your uh, I love your podcast yes. persona. <laughs> it's so good to Thank be here. Yes, keep that language cleaned up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to talk about uh, a hot topic over in our Thai practice Facebook group. Uh, it's a very simple topic, but it turned into a really hot discussion. And so, I want to ask you this question. And I really want to talk about this. We asked, "What one thing would you change about your childhood if you could?" Wow. So what's your What's your answer to that? My pre-tire answer or my post-tire answer? Well, let's Let's kind of dig into that a little bit. From your perspective yeah. right now, what one thing would you change about your childhood if you could? Authentic. Right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, look, honestly, right now, nothing jumps to mind. I've but, but I've done a lot of work cleaning up any any kind of you know, past transgressors. And so I appreciate stuff that happened in my childhood, even stuff that wasn't enjoyable at the time. You know, uh, and I think probably a big... So I'm grateful for all of it. Uh, genuinely grateful for all of it. Uh, I think if I had to pick something my parents got divorced when I was 13 and our life changed quite dramatically. Like we, we were uh, expats living overseas and we moved back to, uh, to where my mum grew up and my dad left and that, and that was quite a traumatic experience for us as kids. Um, I mean, there was nothing, nothing bad happened. It was just, we had no idea that the family unit was going to break up and it was kind of a surprise. Um,
0: so where, so, where were you living originally?
1: We were living overseas. We were in Indonesia, um, uh, living Expat life and stuff, and then came back to uh, to Brisbane in like the mid eighties, uh, which is a you know secondary city in Australia. <clears throat> um, uh, still, you know, everything was still was still was still fine, but it was just a, a big a big upheaval. Yeah, um, uh, and, and you know, and I, I could see pretty quickly that that you know, as you start to understand your parents, you can see that the marriage wasn't. Wasn't really successful one, and my my mum remarried to someone she's still married to today, and they dote on each other, you know. So, I could see the, the outcome of it, but the 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 trauma at the time was was profound or significant, significant.
0: So let's get into that. So the 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 post taya the the can answer, which I wasn't <laughs> looking for. You know that the can answer yeah. is I appreciate all of it because that's how we, we operate in taya. But we move through vibrational flow, and certainly you may still have vibrational dust, as we like to say, or memories or even something that reactivates when your vibrational flow is lower. And if you haven't listened to this podcast, uh, all of this language will make more sense the more you listen to it. But Matt is a member of our uh, taya mastery program, so you are. Three plus years into your Taya practice now, yeah. and a big component of the Taya practice is detuning transgressors, and especially detuning childhood transgressors, because those are our original transgressors. Those those early childhood things sort of lay the foundation for how we operate vibrationally, because that early childhood stuff is still flowing in our subconscious mind until we heal it. And the only effective path to healing that I have found, and it's, again, this is another part of the Thai practice, is deep, authentic appreciation. I say authentic because there's a lot of spiritual teachings that will sort of bypass that stuff. Oh, it's all good, love and light, you know, that sort of thing. Well, did you really authentically go in and find appreciation for it? Or are you just pretending because you're just wanting to forget about it and forgive and move on? It's not the same thing. So let's go back into your example of that thing where you might have a little dust and that's the disruption of your parents' divorce. Can you look now, and I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't even talk about this before we went on. I love putting people on the spot uh, because we'll get a great answer from you. So this wasn't scripted. (laughs) No, this, this show is never scripted for sure. Uh, And I think anybody that listens to it will know that. So the where is the appreciation for you in that what is that done for you that you can look upon an appreciation or are you there yet
1: oh yeah no, and you know it's it's funny uh, first of all it's it's something i haven't thought about for years and years and years and years um well three to be exact and um the 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 second thing is i can definitely look back upon an appreciation but i i can feel a sadness there for what what they had gone through, what my mum went through, uh, what my dad went through, um, and and what what we went through, and it was it was a reason you know it was an amicable divorce. There was no violence. We didn't flee in the middle of the night or anything like that. So it was a, a pretty banal experience. But um, it uh, it kind of disrupted you know my life as a child and my sister's life as as a child. Where you kind of when you when you're young like that, you kind of think every you know the structure of your family unit. You know, if it's not destabilized is kind of the, the bedrock of your existence right you just always assume your parents are going to take care of you and you know stuff will look, look, look good for you so uh, now I can look back on it with with incredible appreciation it ultimately brought me closer to my dad I, I had an opportunity to to develop quite a, a close relationship with my father who was a very distant person um, and I and, and most of all, I got to witness and experience what a what a healthy, loving relationship should be like when my mum remarried, and uh, there was this amazing man in our lives who, who brought us who brought us a lot of joy and who brought her a lot of joy, and um, and who now brings my 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 kids a lot of joy.
0: Um, so, if was, you're looking at it from a vibrational flow perspective, and we're all about vibrational flow because we understand in the Taya practice that vibrational flow creates expansion and what that means is that low vibrational experience of your parents splitting and you being uprooted and moved off to a a different country and all of that that low vibrational experience on the surface seems like something gosh no one should ever have to experience that that was traumatic i'm sure it was Mm -hmm. i'm sure it was but looking now at wow look what that gave way to Look at what all of that negative or that contrast or however you want to refer to it, produced ultimately an expansion. Another person coming into your life, another person coming into your mother's life that she was more vibrationally aligned with. Uh, the experience of you living in a different country. How many people yeah. never have that experience, especially as a child to experience another country and another culture and another language and all of that in childhood might have been Thanks. traumatic at the time but look how it's expanded you know you're you're a very worldly guy now mm-hmm. yeah because well, of i'm that. back in it. i'm back in asia at the moment you know and and loving it It's bring back lots of, lots of memories
1: yeah um, um so yeah no it would, i mean it, yes it was traumatic but it wasn't you know i mean on the grand scheme of things I, I always feel a little bit like i've got what's that thing um survivor guilt right like i haven't really got any right to complain because there was nothing really bad that happened you know like your childhood in contrast was much more intense than mine um but, but yeah at the, at the time it was it was for me given what i knew at the time it was upsetting and it was you know something that didn't want to happen um but looking back on it it was i'm grateful for it happening because my life turned out the way it did and and I feel my life is much better now than it would have been had that not happened, you know, I mean, because my parents' marriage wasn't working, my mum turned to to religion and was very heavily into, into, into spirituality and Pentecostal, you know, churches and stuff. And I got dragged into that. And so from a very early age, got exposed to, you know, the Holy Spirit and wild spiritual experiences. And that's kind of really helps now in
0: in my entire journey.
1: Um, Yeah. So so you you like
0: the spiritual aspect of it, but you didn't hang on to the specific religious aspect of it.
1: No, no. And, And, you know, one of the things that I love so much about about tire is the the pure spirituality of it and the complete lack of any sort of rules. You know, it's just, a, it's just a framework. It's a beautiful framework that allows you to, to, to live an incredible life. And, and one of the things that it does do
0: um, is is help you deal with past trauma. Yeah. Well, you uh, know, a, a, a big part of the stream's teachings and, and the Taya practice, T-Y-A, uh, the, the Taya practice, and I'm just saying that for anybody listening, if you don't know what in the world we're talking about, uh, the Taya practice is the tire practice is what you sound like. Um, the tire practice. Jump, the, the, tire, the tire practice is the practical application of the stream's teachings. In the stream, this podcast is all about the stream's teachings, whether I'm channeling it directly or we're unpacking them. And we have years and years and years and years of channeling now from the stream to just sort of discuss. So sometimes you'll hear me channeling on here and sometimes it's sort of a hybrid Uh, of of me and, and just information from the stream, but their teachings are very clear that from their perspective, which is our eternal perspective, because we're all part of source and they are source, that perspective, there's no judgment. Therefore, there's nothing wrong or bad or traumatic or evil happening in the earth environment at all. That's a human thing to judge that way. And our human quality is about operating in a polarized physical environment, meaning the lower we go in vibration, the more polarized we become, the more we have to, to really latch on to this is right and that is wrong because we're in fear and we're needing, we're needing that confirmation that that whatever our belief system is is the right belief system which in turn turns out to, to lead a lot of people to believe that their belief system is the right belief system, and everyone else's belief system is therefore the wrong belief system. And where Taya is really different is that there is none of that in this practice. Uh, if people discover the Taya practice and it's not for them, then they're right to move on from it. And I, we will always say that. That will, that will always be a, a tenet of Taya, if you will. That there's no rules, there's no worship, and there's no requirement for any member of humanity to practice this. This is something that we have all created together to shift our mindset. And what we found is that it brings a radical change to the life experience when you start learning to take the judgment out of it. And that's how we come to terms with and even appreciate every aspect of our lives, including childhood trauma. And this is where people very often sort of separate and say, well, wait a minute, I can't appreciate being abused or neglected or sexually abused or any of that stuff. I can't appreciate a child being killed, you know, all these extreme things. You you are looking at it, again, through that human judgment, though, believing that what is happening here on earth and our human persona is all that is. So when you start thinking about it in terms of being an eternal being, being one with source, having infinite physical experiences, and this experience as a human being just being one of infinite experiences, then you can start reframing how you view these things. And over time, this doesn't happen overnight, but over time and with practice, you learn to extract fear and judgment from everything. And then when you do, you can find the light of appreciation in it. And there is, a, there, there is a version of this out there in spiritual teachings called shadow work. I was not aware of shadow work when we started all of this. Uh, other people came in and said, oh, this kind of reminds me of shadow work. Well, I do believe that teachers are all uh, channeling source when they're at their best. And the source perspective is just that. And, and shadow work is a human name just like Taya is a human given name or detuning is a human given name. So the names of it and all of that aren't so important. It's the mindset of forgiveness all the way to the point of appreciation of all things and acceptance all the way to the point of full appreciation of all things. And when you operate like that and there's nothing left to judge, you notice that your vibration systematically goes higher and higher and higher. I was talking to someone the other day and I was saying that the stock market, if you look at a a stock market chart over a period of many years, and you notice that it's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, but it's generally moving up. That is a great example of vibrational flow. And of course, vibrational flow impacts everything. So why would it not impact the stock market? So you have ups, you have downs, you you have these rallies, you have corrections. But over time, the stock market has gone up and up and up. It's been expansive by nature. And so if we take that chart and apply it to everything in life, we understand that that's how we are. We have our ups and downs, but generally humanity is expansive by nature. Humanity as a collective has expanded over time, not just in in quantity, but in our, our intellect, our sophistication, our technology, our creation we're expanding in our understanding of the earth environment.
1: Yeah, there's this, a this constant growth and expansion.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think in coming back to, to childhood trauma, it's not, um, you know, we're not being flippant when we say, oh, people can look back on extreme experiences and find appreciation. For them. There's a lot of work that goes into that.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more extreme, the more work it probably takes. But what I found is the people that have the more extreme experiences are so ready for relief that they will dig into something that's radical for the relief and actually get the relief, whereas people that maybe they didn't experience something that that traumatic aren't as ready. It's like, gosh, you know, I figured I had to live a relatively comfortable life, comfortably numb, perhaps. For a relatively comfortable life, and I don't know if I'm willing to go down and do that deep work. Whereas the people that have really suffered, they are the ones who are ready to go down and do that deep work because they know that there's no other relief. They've tried everything, and then when they do this, they see how it is transformative. How you can change your mindset to one of appreciation of anything, and when you do that, the whole world changes. I used to hear people that were into spiritual uh, spirituality talking about 3d and 5d and some would speak of you know we're going to the earth environment is going to be healed and we're going to move to this this utopian space of 5d uh, and i've really had you know, the stream flowing my whole life even way before i was actually actively channeling it and i remember thinking i don't think so i don't think we're heading to perfection i don't think we're here for that where's the value in utopia Where's the value in no obstacles? Where's the value in just getting every single thing that you want all the time? And it's, yeah, it's funny it's, that. Go ahead. It, it, it's quite a. I mean,
1: it, it's it's quite a naive and 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 childish wish to want everything instantly, right? I mean, often once you once you've struggled for something, the, the appreciation is in the effort that it took to get to that stage. You know, it's like. I mean, why hike over a mountain when you can catch a bus around it, you know, because you want the effort of walking up through the mountain and down the yeah, other side. Yeah, you miss the and-
0: whole experience. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really interesting, yeah. you know, th- this notion that we're supposed to be living in perfection and this notion that we're never supposed to have obstacles and that we're going to birth some utopian environment. You're really not appreciating the value of obstacles. And I love your your story that you shared and how you demonstrated, ultimately, how that experience was a very expansive experience for you. And if you take judgment out of it, you know, all of that, and think of how much of our judgment is taught. We, we learn a lot of this judgment. Oh, that should never be. Your parents should be together forever. There's nothing worse than coming from a broken home. You know, all of that crap that we're taught in, in society. Yet, you know, there are children that are not of broken homes that live with parents that were screaming at each other all the time. Is that any better? you know, your parents solved the, their vibrational problem, if you will, by s- splitting. And your mother ended up with someone who she was more in alignment with. And then you actually improved your relationship with your father as a result of all that. I mean, all of those things, all of those gifts that made you the more sophisticated being that you are, are because you manifested that as a child. 100%.
1: 100%. And helped and, and you know, even helped me later on when, when I divorced my my first wife, you know, um and uh it was funny it just made me think i was had dinner with the kids before i went away and i was like hey can you imagine me being back with uh, with mummy?" and they just roared with laughter like roared with laughter for about 20 minutes they thought it was the funniest thing they just couldn't
0: yeah couldn't you've grown in different directions possible. right yeah 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 i i, I was like that I, my parents split when i was six and i i could not i have a few memories of them together but they never spoke again My mother was big. That was a topic of my mother. You know, once she's done with you, she's done with you for life like she was with me. Right. So they never spoke (laughs) again. So 1975 until 2014, when my mother uh, transitioned, she never had any contact with my father. So I could not begin to imagine the two of them even knowing each other, much less being in a relationship. I couldn't imagine my mother in a relationship, period. You know, this is a woman who came home from work and locked herself in her room in front of the television every night of her life, her whole life so you know and and really did not enjoy other people at all so to, to try to imagine her and my very funny outgoing good time rolling dad i couldn't imagine the two of them together it's i i don't know what was going on vibrationally with them when they met but that vibration changed dramatically so it's it's all of this judgment that humanity teaches us that as a child you're not supposed to experience anything bad and parents are supposed to stay together forever no matter what. And you're, you know, you shouldn't be uprooted from your home. It's so awful and it's so terrible. But is it really? And if you're taking judgment out of all of it, and it's just an experience that we have, and we stop judging, this is a big one. We stop judging other people's experiences against our expectations, for us or for them. That's a big one. That's a big, that's a big dropper of vibration, if you will, a big lowering mechanism of vibration. When we start doing that, oh gosh, you know, that shouldn't be. And what about these people? And what about those people? You'll see that in internet comments all the time. You know, everyone's worried about everybody else. I don't know what exactly they're doing to help them, but they're certainly arguing for their limitations on their behalf all the time. What about these people? And what about that people? And these people are marginalized. And this is so bad. And this is so wrong. And it shouldn't be. Yet it's everywhere. And there, look, I think there are situations of extreme contrast. Everywhere in the world, sure. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, and, you so know that's that's another good point to bring up too. tie is not about not being uh, empathetic or sympathetic, even of other people's experiences, or not wanting, not helping. You can do anything that you want. What we have come to realize, though, is that what are we offering? It, it's so easy to type out a post. Well, what about these people? Or say that it shouldn't be, or feel bad for them. What are we offering them in that space? If you believe in vibration and that everything is vibrational, your high vibrational appreciation of them as they are having their experience, I believe, and this is my belief system and you don't have to adopt it, but I believe that in your appreciation of them exactly as they are, you are actually offering more to them. And then if you want to do something from them from that high vibrational perspective, I think you're going to have a lot more to offer them in the appreciation of however they are, wherever they are, rather than all of the, oh my gosh, this is so terrible and awful and it shouldn't be happening to you. What are you doing for them in that space? There's so much lip service to that stuff that doesn't seem to to fix anything. I think that the high vibrational focus is, is a much more generous thing to do than to judge their situation as something that shouldn't be, especially Mm. if you're not doing anything to fix it. Yeah, other than complain about the situation. Right. You know, there's enough people doing that. Kat, uh, who is another TIA master, and she's on this this program all the time, uh, her daughter had emergency surgery over the weekend. Her daughter is not even with her. Her daughter was with her father out of state and was about to fly home. And, and I won't get too deep into it. I'll let her share that. But she had to have emergency surgery, major emergency surgery. And I met with her today just to kind of, you know, chat and see how she's doing. And she said it was really amazing applying the Taya mindset authentically to that situation. Because we have this Taya mindset that we work and we appreciate and we detune our transgressors, and we allow source connection to, to be our dominant vibration. We do these things, but then when we're met with a real challenge, how do we react? That's sort of the moment of truth in our practice, right? Well, here's yeah. the moment of truth. Your child is being rushed to the hospital and has emergency surgery, uh, and you're not even there. Where are you? And and she described something. I'm going to have her on to talk about this, but it was... it was um, It was a really interesting way to perceive it. She said she didn't go down her spiral. She didn't get upset. She definitely had the best intentions for her daughter and that she was amazed at how her young daughter dealt with it. Just sort of like, well, okay, I've had a surgery now. Here we go. I've had this experience. This is her child having that attitude. And I think it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful that we can have that sort of reaction to things because having a negative reaction isn't going to solve anything or help anything. You know, even healthcare professionals will admit that a positive mindset leads to healing. So having that positive mindset of, okay, this was something that just happened. And I've had this experience now of having this illness and having surgery for the first time. And it's an experience. Think of how much po- more positive that is for the child to have the, be the embodiment of that mindset as opposed to, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. This is horrible. It was terrible. What's going to happen to me next? This is the worst thing ever. You know, she didn't have any of that. Yeah. And she sent a picture of her daughter from the hospital bed within hours of surgery, smiling. Yeah. So, and I think, I
1: think that's, you know, that's a beautiful example of how Ty can prepare you for any situation. Taya. Yeah. Um,
0: Taya. And Taya. <laughs> uh, so the, I just, I was very happy for her that she had that experience. You know, her experience and her reaction is what it is. Tai is not about perfection. It's not about always, uh, you know, being the perfect person all the time. In fact, it's very much not about that. It's a, it's about our vibrational flow, which includes up and down. And, and we, we all go down our spiral and we all are a different version of ourselves when we're down in that lower vibrational flow. I think the difference with Tai is that we're very aware of it yeah. and we know what to do and what not to do. <laughs> we're down there, which is very important. Well, there's a different, you know, and even, even,
1: me after after three and a half years and, and and you david after after years and years there are times we know what we do and we're still like Argh. so you can you can get definitely caught in the spiral and caught in down times. Uh, it's not about avoiding those times, you know. And it's not about looking back on your childhood trauma and saying it was fine. No, it wasn't fine. It was a, it was a difficult period for you and it was traumatic and you need to acknowledge that. But it's in acknowledging that and appreciating that that the
0: magic comes. Yeah. Because
1: once yeah you it do wasn't that, fine. It, it was
0: painful at the time, but yeah. I have I have detuned it so much that I have little recollection of the pain now. But it, that's been a long time and a lot of work. I've been at this Taya thing for 10 plus years. So you get to that point where everything is appreciation. And I do look upon it and wow, that was a great experience. I had that experience. I had the experience of being dirt poor. And I had the experience of having very disconnected parents. I had the experience of my father just disappearing when I was six. Uh, and he did come back into my life, but he did definitely, I came home one day and he was just gone. That was very disruptive. I still remember that day. So I do remember the day for sure. I just have reframed what that caused in my life so that it's no longer a traumatic memory for me. And anybody can do that on any topic. And and we have had people come through boot camp who have worked on the worst of the worst. And I I list those all the time, so I won't do that again. But they have worked on the worst things that you could imagine happening in life and detuned them and seen the changes. They have seen the changes that result in your current day life when you detune that childhood transgressor. And anyone can read more about
1: your life uh, in your wonderful book, David Callie shameless plug just there um no but you talk a lot about that in your book about how you, you know when you're growing up the things that happen to you and how the stream kind of before you knew that with the stream were were guiding you were talking to you
0: yeah we do we that's so, the, that's the only book i'm ever going to write about that we are going to do an updated version of it uh soon as a pre-launch to the taya book which will be coming out in 2022 uh but That book, I'm kind of glad I got that out right right off the bat. Taya wasn't even really a a fully developed thing at that point that I wrote that book. But it was a great uh, way to share my life story, including what you would consider a rather traumatic childhood and how I reframed and reshaped all that stuff authentically, not bypassing, not just deciding to forgive, but really going deep into the darkness of it, the shadow, if you will. Now I'll, I'll adopt that term. And, and finding authentic appreciation for it, that is so valuable to find that authentic appreciation in any and every human experience. And then you start applying that to everything. And when, you, when I find myself in lower vibration, I know I'm in lower vibration when I'm judging. This shouldn't be, that shouldn't be, I shouldn't be in this, they shouldn't be that way. Whoa, I catch myself. It's like a stopgap now. Whoa, you know, I'm in lower vibration or I would just be appreciating them. So that's a good indicator of where my default is at that moment. Even if I'm relatively happy, if I'm dipping down into that judgmental space, I know my vibe is not that high. And I I know how to get it up now. I know how to get my vibration up now. (laughs) And (laughs) it's like, do we cut that out or we just leave it in there? Um, So we'll leave it in there. Why not? So um, I, I know how to work my way up the vibrational spiral now from any place. But still just having that awareness, whoa, you know, I just, I thought this way about that. And it's not the, that's not my preference. It's the, that shouldn't be that way. That's the difference for me. Like it's okay to view anything as not your preference, right? But when you start thinking it shouldn't be that way, that's different. You've dropped.
1: Yeah. The difference between, you know, I don't like dumplings and I hate dumplings. How can anyone ever eat them?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that I don't I don't like it, so I don't want to experience it. But I don't like it, so you shouldn't experience it. That's very different because you're really yeah. you're not trusting the abundance of the universe, and you're certainly um, you're not trusting that person to have the experience that their soul came here to have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And who are we to judge that? You've got source okay. perspective saying we do not judge any of it. It's all expansive. Therefore, from source perspective, everything that happens in earth, the earth environment is positive because it's either expansive or it's, it's, it's inspiring expansion. So it's all positive. So in, in that vein, I understand their way of thinking, but when we drop into our human, we lower our vibration, we get more rooted in ego we revert back to that other way of thought. And I don't know that there's a cure for that. Taya gives you a whole lot of tools to work with that, but I don't think that we're here to cure the DTS, the down the spiral or or polarity because because of the expansion that it offers. I, I notice now that when I go through a low vibrational period and I have an obstacle that shows up in my life, as soon as I find appreciation for it, I solve it. And when I solve it, it usually shows me an opportunity for expansion, to make something better, to make something a more sophisticated, improved version of. And we're all obviously expansive beings. That's why we're here. So when you start viewing life from that perspective, it's very different. It's radically different.
1: Yeah, so, uh, and something you said before too, you talking about uh, a great experience in, in, in your childhood. Um, great doesn't mean good. Great just means intense, big, large experience, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's all a matter of perspective. It's, you know, that's why I don't like to use the word perfect. I don't like to use the word, you know, to to use some terminology that we're all heading to perfection. Uh, A lot of the advertising that we're doing now, you know, talks about law of attraction and improving your life and all of that. And inevitably, people will come on, oh, there's no such thing as this. It doesn't work and all that sort of thing. They're not understanding it on a deeper level. And they're not even really looking to understand it on a deeper level. They just want to sort of shove it away. Some of those people probably haven't tried to delve into any of this stuff, but others have. And I think where the frustration comes in is this idea that you know, because of law of attraction, we should just be living perfect lives all the time. But none of us are in that perfect vibration all the time. We are moving through vibrational flow, we're up and down. That's part of this environment. So when you go down, you're going to, to sort of slow down some of those positive manifestations and start attracting some unwanted things while you're down there, really whatever you're focusing upon. on. So when you're in lower vibration, you're a different being than you are when you're up. So in that different being space, what are you thinking? Are you more judgmental? Are you more fearful? Are you worried? Are you not as able to trust? Of course. Of course, that's true for, for everyone. So getting up your spiral and moving up into higher vibrational territory is a solution, but expecting yourself to be there 100% of the time is you, you, are, you are asking too much of the universe because that's not the whole purpose of a physical environment. Vibrational flow is, but we're supposed to be like the stock market if we choose yeah. to be, generally yeah. moving up. I think we naturally are as a, as yeah. a being and as humanity and on any topic, you can multiply it out, and that that general improvement there are, there are signs of that, there are evidence of that for everyone. Yeah,
1: and they go both ways. You know, just to go back to the stock market, those Fibonacci bands that are that are kind of the the uh, eternal uh, the golden ratio go up and down. Yeah, um, and you do need you do need the downtimes to to get you up. I mean, how many times have you heard stories of people who were, I was down to my last dollar, um, this was my last chance, uh, I spent everything, this was it, uh, I was just about to give up, And then it kind of
0: takes off. Everything takes off and turns around. I've, changes, I've lived yeah. that. I've lived that many times over in my life. It's sort of like, we in Thai, we call that a spin out. You know, when you're doing this this intentional practice and you allow things, you allow yourself to go into a prolonged lower vibrational period and you allow some things to unravel, that's a spin out. But the spin out has a lot of value because I have watched people now who practice Taya have these spin outs only to turn around and go bigger and better than ever before because of the spin out. They weren't inspired. You know, you get into that, that's that, that sort of comfort zone, and you create your own spin out to knock yourself out of the comfort zone so that you can build it back, whatever it is, bigger and better than ever. If you start sure. thinking of life in terms of that, that there's always an opportunity to come back bigger and better than ever. I was talking to uh, another graduate of boot camp the other day, and she has uh, owns a, a, home, a couple of homes in Florida, and she had bought a house at the beginning of the 2000s. And of course, the 2008, uh, the housing market crash originated in Florida, in the United States in 2008. That's what kicked off the global recession that, that happened after yeah, yeah. that. So... She had this house that she was upside down on, and she had to go through a whole process to get it refinanced. And when she got it refinanced, she said, Gosh, I owe so much on this house, I'll never catch up to this. It's lost so much value, I'll never catch up. And I remember saying, Well, mate, don't say never, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And she ended up hanging on to the property, even though she moved up after boot camp into a much nicer house. I have to give boot camp a plug there. And she moved into this much nicer home, she kept it as a rental property. Well, guess what? The market is back now. And she just sold it and made a huge profit on the house. And she thought she would never see a profit. She thought in 30 years paying the house off, she still would never have equity in the home. And and it all came back. So it's just amazing how these cyclical things happen and how you can always bounce back from anything. So she held on to the belief. She held on to the income from the property over those years. And then when the house spiked in value, she liquidated it. All right, Matt. Uh, anything you wanna? Anything you wanna share in closing with this topic? We got off topic. We got onto real estate there for a minute, uh, but every well everything is vibrational, so this works on every single yeah. topic. So whether it's a relationship or a health regime or a business, uh, a fortune, whatever it is, understanding, going look at that forty-year stock market chart where it's up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, and up and down but generally expanding that is a reflection of the entire universe. That's a reflection of earth. That's a reflection of humanity. And that's a reflection of your life. It can be that. And the more allowing you are of expansion, the more you're going to see of that. And, and the allowing of expansion, I love it when you shudder with that uh,
1: uh, be, little yes. jolt
0: from the universe. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I get that too. We both get that. We both get yeah. uh, these, these physical jolts from source uh, yeah. when, when something is, we're in agreement with it. And they're in agreement with it, which I love. And, so that general it's spontaneous we can't control. <laughs> yeah. And it, well, it starts in my knee, but you get it in your shoulders. It's funny. Right. But it's funny when people see that. Michael sees it. He knows what it's about. And I like, oh, what was that? What are they like? <laughs> it's funny. Okay. They like what you just said. You're on a good path there. Uh, so that general raising of vibration, going up and up and up and up and understand that in that going up and up and up, you're going to have ups and downs within that. It's a very good analogy. So go check that out. If you're not if you're not familiar with a stock uh, market chart, growth chart yep. over a period of time, you will see that your life experience can be just like that. And 100%. the more you appreciate the dips, the faster you move out of them. And the more those dips create opportunities for the expansion. And then suddenly there's no such thing as negative. There's no such thing as trauma anymore. You can re- literally start to heal all that stuff in a very authentic and deep way.
1: And allow, you know, the, 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 the jolt I got then was, was when you're talking about allowing the expansion.
0: Just allow,
1: how, how big can you dream?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the only go. thing that holds us back really yeah. is not dreaming big enough and then allowing ourselves to trust in that dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Matt, thanks a lot. Always good to have you on. It's a great discussion just, today. It, I'm sure yeah, that has been great for have yeah, we'll you see. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90-minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass. The only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive, claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the thestreamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the stream of David Masterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely going to love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.